Hi, welcome to my podcast, Queen Zoya Counts. I'm about to read to you chapters six and seven from Ghetto Champagne. Chapter six. The next six months was like a whirlwind. During my spare time, I was with Samson. Man, let me tell you, we made love every day, all day. Even when I was having my period, our lovemaking then consisted of cuddling with each other. I had never met a man like him in my whole life. He was so full of energy and beauty. He took me to places I had never been before, like the zoo, long walks around the lake, nature walks around the city. I had never been exposed to the city like this before. I told him that I worked 12 hour shifts at night so that he would not become suspicious of my whereabouts. Samson really liked going to the local open mics performing his poetry. When he would finish doing a poem, all the other chicks would rush up to him at the end of the night trying to get close. You know how groupies do. But I would give him those knowing eyes because I was holding my position down. One night, I decided to surprise him and do one of my pieces for him that I wrote in my journal. We went to Expressions, a local club in the city. All the regulars was there, and I wanted to make sure that my shit was hot. I walked over to the table and asked Tracy to add my name to the list. You're going to finally step to the mic, huh? She said to me. Tracy stood at the door of Expressions during open mic, taking down the names and collecting the money. She was pretty cool and always had a kind word to say to everyone who entered the club. Yeah, I said, I got a surprise for Samson. She put my name down on the list next to the number nine. You know, that was my favorite number in the world. I was sitting at this small table beside the bar, becoming nervous as hell. Would he like this poem or would he laugh at me? He had entered the club just when the host was introducing me. We got cats all over the world, but there ain't no city around here who got a lioness. Queen Lioness, come to the mic. I could hear the applause. I arose from my seat and began walking towards the stage. I had taken off my glasses so that I could not see anything but blurried out faces. I wanted to be comfortable and not nervous. Picture that, will you? Me being a murderer and then being nervous to speak in front of a crowd. <laughs> Funny shit, right? I got on stage and I adjusted the microphone. <clears throat> I said, clearing my throat. This piece that I created is titled Fantasizing, and it goes out to you. Thoughts are cluttering my mind of a space and time which took my heart away, captured my mentals, arousing my sensuals, and got me having this climatic supernatural orgasm, muscle spasms, as I ached for your touch over and over again. I come as if I had none, as if I never had none, as if you were the only one. I need you to be that one, to take me over the edge and drain me, stain me, then leave me in that catalytic daze as my senses travel through a maze of pleasure.
seeking nerve endings, telling a never ending story of when our energies collided in the melanin between two black skins became one became entwined as each lock each vine touched giving me that sesamina head rush like as if i've been blazing all day my dark oasis coming forth from that secret place kissing me gently on the face kisses landing like a butterfly penetrating me like the killer bee sting a powerful thing poisoning my mind my system mad isms your sweet jism is the cure love things so pure i want to lay i want to stay damn please stop the center of my core from throbbing stop it from throbbing pulsating as i sit tossing to and fro rotating on my ass Sending you mental faxes, scenting, sitting, and thinking, and thinking, fantasizing about you. Man, the whole club was applauding and popping their fingers, making me feel like a star. I looked out in the crowd, and Samson had been standing directly in front of me at the stage. I had been so caught up in reading the poem that I didn't see him when he had walked up. He reached up, grabbed me, and carried me back to the table where I was sitting. Baby, that was peace, he exclaimed. Yeah, that was for you. People were congratulating me and saying that I should do more spoken word. I knew that I had my baby then with his fine ass. Mm, mm. While I was there glowing in the aftermath, this young nigga had walked up to our table. What's up, Snoop? Sanson said, greeting him. Chillin', man, he answered. You know, lioness? Simpson asked. Not until tonight, he answered back. He was looking at me. Weird. This is my queen, man, Simpson said, still glowing from the poem that I had just read. Snoop was just staring at me. Yo, man, Carlos told me that I could find you down here. That is why I'm here. I got some bad news to tell you, Snoop said, never taking his eyes off of me. Man, you sound serious. Should we go outside? Hell no, nah. unless you be keeping things from Shorty here. Nah, man, Censored answered. He was shaking his head. We do not keep shit away from one another, if you say so. Man, fuck that noise you talking and tell me what the fuck is up. Samson yelled at him. It's your brother, man. Snoop snapped back. Who? Carlos? No, Damon. Suddenly my eyes shot up. I was praying that this wasn't the same Damon that Four had done a few months back. What about Damon? Samson asked him. They found his body. In a small alley near the supper club, Snoop said with tears in his eyes. What you mean? Found his body, Simpson yelled. Dead man, somebody has snuffed him out. And he been sitting in the morgue. I can't believe this shit you telling me, 
Carlos and I thought he had left town with some chicken head because we hadn't seen him. Now you come up here telling me that somebody killed my brother? Man, I am sorry. But yes, he was murdered and he was left on that side street beside East Millbrook. Damn. Damn. Did anyone see who did it? Nope. But the police is saying that they found a card in his left pocket with a picture of a lioness with a nine on his back. Snoop was really staring at me now. I looked up Samson and I spoke to him. Baby, I'm sorry to hear about your brother. Inside my shit was going fucking bananas. I bet you are. Snoop said angrily. Why are you throwing rocks at her? Simpson asked him. Man, have you heard of that girl family who calls themselves the Lioness Nine? Yeah, what about them? Well, everyone knows that when they do a hit, they leave their calling card to let everyone know that it was them so they won't get fucked with, Snoop answered. And mighty funny your queen is named Lioness. Snoop said, placing more emphasis on the S. Man, get the fuck out of here. Linus ain't down with any shit like that. Inside, I was very nervous, but I still kept my calm. I then looked at Snoop. Snoop, my nickname is Lioness. All I do is work and be with Samson here all the time. I ain't about any shit like that. You got dreads under that head wrap? He asked me, yeah, and so, well, those bitches all got dreads in their hair, he yelled at me. Why they gotta be bitches, I yelled back at him. Why you getting so defensive, he yelled at me. Look, Snoop, I said, calming myself down. I am a queen, and it bothers me when I hear brothers calling sisters bitches. Yeah, right, bitch, he said. You gonna watch your fucking mouth, man. Simpson snapped at him. You going a little too far now. All right, man, I'm a chill. But notice, I'm going to find proof that that bitch, I mean, queen is part of that Linus nine clique. He stood up from the table. Man, I don't want to hear that shit you talking. Don't bring that shit to me again unless you got concrete evidence that lioness is part of that bullshit because man that's my queen and if you keep running off at the mouth about her i may have to go back to my old ways and fuck your little ass up all right all right man that's cool but you very male way very well may have to go back to your old ways once you learn the truth snoop then turned around and left i looked at samson And he was in so much pain from hearing about his brother's death. He looked so broken down. Damn, four have fucked up and killed my baby's brother. What in the hell was I going to do now? Chapter 7 I was so glad when Samson had told me that he wanted to be alone. He said that he needed time to gather his thoughts together. I had asked him, did he believe any of the stuff that Snoop was telling him about me? And he said that there was no way that he could believe another man over his queen. But nevertheless, the seed had been planted in his mind. I knew that he would be thinking about it to some point. 
So after leaving him, I drove immediately to the spot and I called for. I needed to speak with her one-on-one so that we could discuss the situation about Damon's death. I needed to figure out what to do. I know that the other linists were all adding their two cents in about how this should be handled, but I needed to speak with four alone first before we called a meeting. I had fallen so much in love with Samson that the thought of really losing him was beginning to make me nervous. But no matter how much I loved him, nothing would ever come before my loyalty to my Linus's. We had made a vow to never allow anyone to break our circle. When four arrived, she was acting like she was on top of the world. She was so damn happy and shit like she was floating on cloud nine or something. She walked over to the stereo and put on some music. Barris Hammonds began blaring out of the speakers. Man, I love his music. Floor exclaimed, swaying her body to the beats. I looked at her. Four, turn that down some. We need to talk. She turned the music down. This serious like that? She asked me. Yeah, it is. Come over here and sit down for a minute. She walked over towards me and sat down beside me on the sofa. You know that dumb nigga you 187 a few months back? I asked her. Which one? She asked me back. Damon. Yeah, what about that Poisset Bois? Well, he was Samson's brother. Get the fuck out of here. Yep, I just found out tonight myself. I held my head down. We both did. So what be up then? She asked me. Nothing yet, but Samson used to be in the game. I know that he isn't going to let this shit ride. But for too long, especially with that nigga Snoop telling him that it was the Linus Nine that did it. Who is this Snoop? Four asked me. I don't know, some creep. But he told my man that he was going to find proof that I had something to do with it. Where the fuck his suspicions come from? He is thinking that since I have locks and my name is Linus, that I may be part of the gang. That fucking blood clot. Let's take him out. No, we can't do that. It will bring more heat to me. Besides, we have to have a meeting with the other Linuses first. You know, we made that vow that we were not going to kill anymore unless it was our lives in danger. Well, it seems that way now, Forrest said to me. She picked up the phone and begin calling them over. Thank you for listening to chapter six and seven of Ghetto Champagne. Stay tuned for the next episode of chapters eight and nine. Peace.